An invitation to the party. A company once invited me to their offices to give a talk about my favourite books. They suggested I talk for half an hour about six books I loved. It was a literary version of Desert Island Discs. It sounded interesting, as well as a deliciously hard selection to make. I like books. I've read more than six. I'm quite happy giving talks. I replied, hell yeah. So, why did I feel unusually nervous on my way to the event? I was worried because I was not an expert. I'm not a literary critic. I found Ulysses boring and loved The Da Vinci Code. I did not belong in the lofty world of book reviewing. Despite having written several books of my own, I never think of myself as an author. What right did I have to pontificate about good books? I have every right. But I only realised this several minutes into my talk. At first, I felt a fraud as I stood up and clicked into my PowerPoint presentation. I mumbled and avoided catching the boss's eye. If I'm ever asked to do a similar event again, I will do a better talk. It would be more concise and articulate, more professional perhaps, for I fear my ramblings were a little amateur. A quick detour. The etymology of the word amateur derives from being a lover of something. That does not mean it is worse than being a professional. The spirit of the enthusiastic amateur is a vital component of this book. Do what you do because you love it. Or do what you do to the best of your ability and learn to love it. From this love and repetition will grow confidence, competence and momentum. So don't play down the role of the amateur. Indeed, turning pro, getting paid, can at times take the fun and simplicity out of what you're doing. Anyway, back to my stuttering PowerPoint. At some point in the talk, I noticed I was no longer nervous. I began to relax. The audience was actually interested in what I was saying. They were listening carefully. Most had not read my choices of book. Therefore, I was more of an expert than I'd appreciated. I knew more than the audience. I had feared raised eyebrows, but the response was much more positive. At the end of the talk, a cluster of people gathered round to ask questions or thank me for introducing them to new books. And I tucked into the evening's free beer and canapes with gusto. So, now let me invite you to the party too. Come on in, you're very welcome. Whatever it is you're hesitant about, let me invite you to start. And if you're already on the way... I give you permission to continue at full throttle. Whichever world you want to be a part of, just show up and get dancing. Dithering on the edge of the dance floor looks and feels so awkward. <laughs> I know that only too well. But everyone loves the person who thinks, to hell with it, the one dancing under the lights like a loon with all their heart and soul. Begin to the best of your amateur ability. Work hard at it. Get better at it. Enjoy it. It's going to be a hell of a party. You have a choice. 
you have permission. You are invited. In the next part of the book, it is time to begin. Over to you. Which party do you want an invitation to? In case you are curious, here are the six books I chose. One, The Worst Journey in the World by Apsley Cherry Garrard, an example of the historical expeditions that originally got me interested in adventure travel. Two, As I Walked Out One Midsummer Morning by Laurie Lee, superb travel writing. Three, Moon Dust by Andrew Smith, the greatest adventure and a nod towards the future of expeditions. Four, Arabian Sands, the inspiration for the first adventure film I made. Five, Feet in the Clouds by Richard Asquith, British endeavour and living adventurously for normal people. Six, For Whom the Bell Tolls by Ernest Hemingway, adventurous fiction.